Welcome to episode 37 of the Local Meta. My name is Fletcher. And I'm John. How's it going, John? I'm, I'm going alright. Been one of those lazy Saturday days. Nice. That's a good thing. I'm starting to come down with a cold, so... Yeah, I'm noticing I'm like, a, a hint of that. Yeah, probably going to be a little snuffly on the mics, unfortunately, but... I wonder if, oh well. I wonder if somehow like I carried it to you from my roommate, because she's had a cold for like a week now. Maybe I also have a one-year-old that's been spewing snot out of his nose for a couple of weeks now, so... Fair, so... Yeah, but... So... <laughs> Um, uh, you actually had something you wanted to talk about this week. Yeah, this is this is an episode of, of my devising, as it were. Um, for some who listen, because they literally saw him there, they'll know. <laughs> uh, Fletcher actually got to play in a somewhat serious, compared to his normal strategy of F&M event. Yeah, not Legacy. <laughs> uh, he actually played modern at F and M, and I thought it would be interesting to kind of like see his thought process and approach to stuff based off playing. Because you guys, you guys get a lot of content from me talking about like my thought process and what I do in certain situations and yada yada yada. But you get very little for what you know how Fletcher's mind works and stuff like that. So yeah, so we're gonna just gonna break down stuff from yesterday and um hopefully pick some lessons out of it and i mean i've just looking over just thinking about it as much as i have i already know a lot of things that <laughs> need improvement or you know i was gonna look into and things like that but about yourself or about the deck uh yes okay <laughs> mostly about myself but okay so uh i guess where do you want to start with this um, I suppose I have a, a lot of the okay. ideas that I initially had, like before we even started, I kind of had like ideas I want to ask you about the deck specifically, because okay. I have my own experience with it, like obviously a slightly different variation. You were playing a little less jank than I was. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but the basic core of the deck is still there. Yeah, I mean right. the shell is basically the same. We kind of swap, we swapped out a few cards, and in some cases, some it was actually quite similar to your deck. Yes, <laughs> functioned but. in a very specific manner. So, uh huh. Um, yeah. So, like the big question, like even when I was originally had the idea for the deck, and when like I was asking people's opinions on stuff, a lot of people asked me why I wasn't just playing Grixis. Like, uh -huh. everyone is like, well, why don't you just play a third color, you know? Like, a third color opens up all these other options and yada, yada, yada. So my question, my first question is, did you ever wish that you had access to a third color? Um, I realize it's kind of a hard question. I mean, yes, I did, but I don't think that would have changed the outcome of the game. Okay, what? That would, would be my answer. What are you specifically um, referencing? Uh, in, in particular, um, I had uh, a couple games, particularly against Death Shadow, where I got into a, a position where I just couldn't close out the game. Mm -hmm. And that feels like one of the weaknesses of the deck to some degree against specifically that matchup. But there were a couple other games where it's like I had my opponent down really low and I had to kind of finagle to 
like close out the game. So just having like Bolt would have been nice. But I don't think I would have. I still don't think I would change it. That was actually something I was thinking about specifically during your round three when you were playing against Death Shadow. Where like I was looking at the life totals and I was actually thinking, well, if Fletcher was playing Grixis right now, he'd actually have access to top decking a lightning bolt for the win if he randomly kept them in. Yeah. But at the same time, that's kind of a flawed way of thinking because you probably wouldn't keep bolts in against Death Shadow. And that was my thought to some degree too. Is like I probably wouldn't like they don't seem good unless I'm in that exact scenario. Yeah, um, and and actually, I think we'll 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 get there. Um, I have a, I have some notes about that actually. <laughs> so because um, we could probably go match by match eventually here, but yeah. Uh, um, also, they tend to not play that you know loose with their life total if their opponent has access to burn. So the odds are they wouldn't yeah. have been that low anyways. Mm-hmm. But it's still, you know, it was. I, yeah. I literally had that exact thought, and I was pretty sure you were thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, but, I mean, I don't think I really would. There's, I mean, there's stuff that would be nice, but I don't feel like I needed needed anything else, if that makes sense. Um, the thing I really loved about the deck is, even when I was behind and, like, losing, I never felt like I was out of the game. All right. Like, that was one of my favorite things about the deck. Like, um, I, in every mat, in every game I lost, I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, if I draw this card, I can come back. How often was that card cryptic command? Uh, very infrequently. Really? Yep. <laughs> um, Damnation was actually the most common one. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, um, but... particu- particularly against round one and round three. All right. Yeah. Um, that actually kind of leads into another question that I, another one about the deck in particular. Um, yep. Do you feel as if the deck is underpowered compared to the other decks that you faced? Like, do you feel like you're just um, like, as a whole, when you sit down, you are just kind of behind? Yes. Like a little bit, I believe. I feel like that is the case. Mm. Um. I feel like to some degree though that's intended um because because honestly that my deck's playing fair yes and at least uh, let's just a second here at least three of the other decks i played were not playing fair death shadow was the fair deck i played yeah which is its own um, little thing yeah and funny enough the only deck i lost to well mm. i mean round I got a concession, but we'll talk about that later too, I'm sure. Um, But I I did feel like when my opponent was was doing their things, like I was kind of behind. But but the funny thing is, is I never felt like I was out of the game still. Mm -hmm. Like, and I think it's just to the nature of the deck because you know I was I was doing a lot of draw go Uh because. Or at least against slower decks, um, because I usually want to be the person who acts last, <laughs> and I think by that, just by the nature of that, it makes you feel like you're behind. So you think it's more just like the play style of the deck and less the actual power level, as it were. I, I think to some degree, I do think the power level is lower because you're not doing anything super broken, but 
but you can kind of deal with everyone's broken stuff. All right. Like to some degree, like, I mean, there were a couple matchups that I had never played against before. Um, actually three of the matchups I'd never played against before in live magic. Um, and at least one of them, I had no idea what they were doing at first. I had no idea what the deck did. And, um, but the thing I found is, is that once I figured out what was going on, I was able to adapt really well and, and focus, um, focus on what was important and everything. And like the, the, the deck is a, is a, it's, it's a surgical instrument, you know, it's not a blunt tool. Mm -hmm. And that's, what's really cool is like, if, if you're, if you're targeting the wrong thing with your scalpel, you just, you just lose. Yeah. But if you're targeting the right thing, you just it, it feels like, I mean, there a number of the games I got into positions where it's like I don't even care what my opponent does, I'm gonna win this game, like, like they could do anything and I would win that game. That kind of and that happened like more than once. That that's kind of another thing that I was wondering. Um, when it comes to the threats in the deck, it plays very few comparatively. Yep. Like it only has legitimately like five ways of winning in the main deck i'm yep. not i'm not counting snapcaster beatdowns as a way of winning although you i would agree with that yeah so like do you know do you feel as if there's enough threats and do you feel as if they are powerful enough to actually end the game when you want to turn that corner um eh, i don't i did i did find myself wanting many times um for something that just had a little more oomph to it. Mm. Um, like, a lot of the cards are, are I mean, uh, Kalitos was just, like, a game-changer in a couple games. Um, that lifelink is just the best thing ever, and I would forget about the zombie triggers all the time, and the, they <laughs> were great. And I did actually win one game by having to, by using his sacrifice ability. Mm-hmm. Or did I win the game, or did I? I can't remember. I did use it though to affect, but yeah, um, yeah. Um, is in a weird spot um, because I mean he's got that grindy ability, but yeah. you. I feel like I really just want to slam him down early uh, and just get the beats in with him. But I feel like I leave myself vulnerable sometimes if I do that too much. Yeah, that's the and, weird. Yeah. The weird thing about Tasker is the fact that yeah, like ideally, you know, like in a perfect world, you just like jam him on turn two and beat your opponents to death with him. But mm -hmm. you're a deck that if you do that and your opponent resolves something, it can punish you severely. It can punish me super hard, and there's certain card types I have a tough time dealing with. Yeah. Um. But which yeah. is something we'll we're actually gonna get to later. I have another question related to that. So. Okay, but. Yeah, um, I mean, I do have some opinions on the deck and everything. Uh, I don't know if you want me to just go over some cards right now, or if we want to just go over matchups. And... Yeah, let's, we can go over the actual, let's go over the 75. Okay. Um, overall, I really liked what the deck did. Um, Counter Squall is awesome. I am sad I'm only playing two in the main, um, but I see why. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't disagree with that. Um. Do you did you ever wish that it was a negate? No. Okay. No, never. <laughs> <laughs> um, I always I I did 
I was very specific in the lands I was trying to fetch and everything to make sure that I always had blue-black. All right. Actually, I always was very, very particular to make sure that I always had uh, at least one black and try to get to three blue as quickly as possible so that I could cast Cryptic on turn four. Yep. Um, so I was doing a lot of... I, I was very particular about that. Um, I... Yeah, I would just rather have Counter Squall all the time, um, I think. Uh, so creature-wise, um, I like click. I liked Click better. You liked um, it better this, than you did deck. in Blue Moon? Yeah. Uh, still not the biggest fan of it, but I think some of that is still figuring out how to use it properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jace Verdant's Prodigy... I did not really get a chance to use him to much value. Um, I made a huge error in one game, I th- I believe, and um, uh, I will talk about that when I get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, he felt like one of the weaker cards I had in the deck, which is funny because he's probably one of the stronger ones I have in the deck. Um, um, he's super weird because like on raw power level. He yeah. outshines almost every card in the deck, but yeah. in actual playing, like he's kind of a worse snapcaster. He kind of is, and that's I don't know. Like the loot, the funny thing is, is the loot ability was like fine most of the time. Like I was never like, oh man, I am so happy I get to loot. Which usually I kind of am. Mm-hmm. I was actually kind of like, eh, I I guess. I never felt like I. I mean, the game had to go really long before I was like, oh, damn, I need some cards. Yeah. Like, I always felt like I, I had things I could do um, without even even if my hand was empty sometimes. Um, but, yeah, so um, I don't know if there's something something different to put in for him, but or if we just want to keep him. But that's that, um, that is one card I would actually look at changing uh, out of the whole thing. Yeah, he's just, he just I remember like when when I when I randomly came up with the idea of running him, it was basically the fact that he's both a value card and a possible threat. Yeah. The thing is his threat isn't that good. No. Like, he's more of a threat as a sorcery speed snapcaster mage than he is as an actual win con. Yeah. Like, it's so hard to actually get him up to the point where you can ultimate him to start milling. Yeah, and I mean like there was, I think, there was one game where I snapcastered like, I don't even know how many times more than I had in the deck. Yeah. <laughs> like, and actually, I'm just gonna get, I'm just gonna get to that point really quick. Then here, so Liliana, love the last hope. I apologize seriously for everything <laughs> I doubted with her. That card was freaking bonkers. Oh my god, was she good? Damn right. Um, I think I, I think I asked you when I was reading the card. I'm like, so, I'm like, so do you ever use the minus two ability? And the number of times I use that ability is just absurd. Like, just I th- absurd. I believe my exact words were, it's really nice to get back a Snapcaster Mage, but a lot of the yeah. time you might just kill something. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, every time I hit, like, basically every time I hit Lily, I was happy. Like, she's just, just good. The, I, uh, the super interesting thing about her I don't want to get too deep into this actual yep. match, um, but your round one match against Boggles. Yes. You kept her in. 
Yes. When her plus one effectively is worthless because it can almost never kill anything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but like you just and I think I think she honestly got back. left in. She got left in because of an oversight. I'm pretty sure. Okay. But, um, yeah. She was really good in that match, though, which was funny. Yeah, I was super curious. Was that just because of the value of getting back creatures, or was it literally, like, you just forgetting? I think it was literally just me forgetting. Right. Um, I think part of it... Well, I'm trying to remember... Because I, I think I looked and I'm like, man, I don't have a ton of things to bring in against the deck. Because I brought in my Verdicts, I brought in my Languish, I brought in my extra EE. And after that, I was kind of like, eh? Yeah, it's super awkward at that point. Yeah. But, like, I, I I cast Cryptic Command, like, six times that game. <laughs> because value? Because value. I mean, like, yeah, because that game, I literally had the playline of Fatal Push, my my own cast, Snapcaster. No, that was game one. Yeah. Yeah, game one, I fatal pushed my own Snapcaster so that I could Liliana it back and then cast um, uh, Cryptic Command out of my graveyard. Because I basically just had yeah had to delay that game. But yeah, so Liliana's great. I love her. Um, I like the random engineered explosives in the main. That was sweet. Um, funny thing enough, and I think I bring this up every time I play decks. Spell Snare was like my first cut in a lot of decks. It's situationally good against a lot of decks, but standard or modern has changed a lot. Where it's no longer revolving around stuff like Karmagoyf. Yeah. So like, it's a lot worse because you know you can't reliably hit like those super power two drops because suddenly everyone switched to either being cheaper with Death Shadow or more expensive with Tasker. Yeah, I feel like I'd rather just like move both of those to the side and like put in. Like another counter squall, and then maybe something else. Like I don't know, another card or whatever. While I can understand that sentiment, I don't think spell snare is good enough to be in the sideboard. You think you just cut it flat out? I think it's either main deck or not ran at all. Then I then I would just flat out cut it. All right. Like I and I don't think I want to run four counter squalls in the main. No. Like. I feel like th- like two is two is good. I think I could. I think three would possibly be fine also. But I'm not sure on that. Um, and then I could. It'd be easy enough to run another um, uh, kill spell or something. I I actually have an idea in regards to that. Um, just because of like things I was watching. Uh-huh. I actually think that you might want to be running a hero's downfall. Fair enough. It's like it's it's universal. It kills yep. everything. Just, just kills anything. Plus, and I can hit a planeswalker too. Yeah, and that is that is a weakness with the deck is you have difficulty interacting with planeswalkers. I have to counter. Yeah. It, otherwise, I'm just kind of screwed. Which is one super nice thing about counter squall. Mm-hmm. But you can only hedge so much with counter squalls. So. Yeah. Oh. But. Do you wanna? That, yeah. You wanna start breaking down your your actual matchups then? Sure, let's do that, and we can hit anything. So, um, so round one, as we kind of said, I played Boggles. Uh, actually, two owed this one. So, which I was 
surprised with. <laughs> well, I'm going to point out something really hilarious. Back when uh -huh. I played this the same deck, I mm -hmm. only had one Boggles matchup ever, and I also 2-0'd him. Nice. Which is hilarious, because that is not a good matchup in any way. <laughs> like, it's as terrible. As soon as I saw that first card came down, I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. But the thing is, is that... The, the funny thing is, is that this is the matchup I was the most familiar with. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I knew what cards were in the deck for the most part. I knew what things did for the most part. Um, and so I could kind of work the game like that. You know, it's like I knew I had a damnation in the main, so I could work with that. Um, I knew my fatal pushes were basically useless. <laughs> but, um, so, it worked. I mean, I feel like I played pretty good against against the deck. Um, I feel like this is... This is one of the few games that I will say I feel like I did outplay my opponent. Like, I feel like I was just kind of better than them. I would agree with that assessment. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like I just had more experience with with Magic and the format and, and everything and stuff. So, like, and I feel like that just helped me. So, um, I, and I don't know... Yeah, I, I, and... I, like, I don't want to beg on my opponent or anything and stuff, um, but I feel like they made some mistakes that really gave me a lot of chances. Um, mm -hmm. Like, just where they put their auras and stuff was a little strange and stuff sometimes, and I was able to kind of... There, I was able to kind of blow them out a couple times. Um, I did make some <laughs> key... I did make some key errors also, you, but... You, you did absolutely make two glaring misplays in the in the space of two turns which was kind of entertaining yeah why don't you say what they are just to because so, honestly i don't exactly remember them but. um the first one was you decided to cast an engineered explosives on zero. Oh, that one yes because your opponent had a dryad arbor in play and then I read my card, and then I'm like, wow, I'm the best Magic player ever. <laughs> yep. So yes, then... that one I remember, that was obvious, and that one I was just like, oh, I need to read my effing cards. Yeah. So and then... it's just one of those things that, like, I don't know, it, it's just like, I'm going to do this, ha, oh. Yep. You you but... tried being a little too cute. I tried being a little too clever, yeah. It's probably I was like, oh, yeah, I, I'm like, oh, yeah, I can get that card, because I had to remove it as a blocker, and I almost got super punished for it, too. Yeah. And then, like, the follow-up turn to that... You, I think you played a little too loose, basically. Um, your opponent cast the uh, Spirit Mantle, which gave their yep. Dryad Arbor protection from creatures when you were trying to yep. beat them down with Kalidus. Um, yep. You had a Counter Squall in hand, but you didn't Counter Squall it. Okay. Um, it's very minor, but still kind of relevant. And then you decided to Snapcaster back a Cryptic Command to tap the creature to attack yep. him, and you wound up putting him to like one or two or something. I thought um, that was a. I thought I killed him on that turn. No, you killed him the turn after. Oh, okay. Because the reason why I thought that it was an issue, because what you could have done was you Snapcaster Cryptic Bounce the the spirit mantle and then you can liliana kill it which then allows you to um then you it dies it exiles you get a zombie and then that keeps him from top decking something like a daybreak coronet which is exactly what he wound up doing but you wound uh -huh. up being able to 
like you know you were able to counter it so it wasn't that i think i had deal. did i have the counter squall in that yeah, case you had the counter yeah. squall so you weren't massively punished for it but you could have been which yeah is... i think i don't know if it was one of those things where i was like i, I noticed i i get tunnel vision really bad mm-hmm. um and that's something that i'm i'm working on um, okay it's one I need of the, a lot of work on, but it, it was a super weird thing where it, what it basically came down to is you saw, you saw the simple line that gave you a clear path to victory. Yep. You didn't see the somewhat more complex line, which gives you a more unlikely for him to top deck his way out of it victory. And I think I thought I was on lethal. Yeah, I think that was part of it too. So. I probably did my math wrong, I think, with that one. Because, yeah, I'm pretty sure I thought I was on lethal and was just like, oh, yeah, I'll just, just kill him here. But No, because I, I do specifically remember him, like, he untapped and top-decked a Daybreak Coronet, which was almost really bad. But Yeah, I didn't get super punished, but... No. <laughs> but, yeah. I don't know, that was pretty good. So, yeah, that was my round one. I don't know if there's much more to say about that. It was kind of a... Um, uh, I mean, it was it's really exactly. weird, because, you know, it's it's Boggles, there's only so much interaction that can go on in a game of Boggles. Yeah, I mean, so. you know. <laughs> um, it was one of those, and and, the, and the, the crappy thing about the deck is I don't have anything that can... Uh, the only counter spell I have for creatures is Cryptic. Yeah. Which sucks countering a one <laughs> drop with Cryptic if you get that far in the game. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, the worst thing about all that is the fact that like they're all one drops. You're kind of just boned on countering their creatures in general. So yeah, it's. I mean, that's the point of the deck. But I mean, the main deck far and away helped. Yeah, that but. that card is actually like one of those hedges that's there specifically for stuff like Boggles, and it just yeah. it also plays really well against delve creatures and stuff like that. So it does. Yeah, I I, I like having that card in the deck. Yeah. One actual nice thing that I'll say about uh, last night was that we consistently sat at the same table until the very final round, so I actually yeah. got to watch a lot of your games, which was nice. That was very nice, because I tend to be really poor at remembering things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, alright, my round two opponent was um, uh, playing a Metallurgic Summons deck, and I had never seen this deck before. Um, he's... He's literally the only person I've ever seen play it anywhere. It's kind I've, of one of his I've own groups. I thought I've heard of this deck, but... I told you about it before. Okay. Maybe I've that's what it is. Yeah, um, I'm like... When I first saw it, I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. I don't think he does anymore, but this is the guy who was playing Unsubstantiate as, like, Remans 5 and 6 for some reason. Oh, okay. So... There were multiple times in the, the game against him, by the way, where he would remand, like, I, I have four mana open, he's like, cast something relatively important, I'm like, counter squall, he's like, remand, I'm like, okay, counter squall, yes. he's like, K resolves. That is something that he constantly does. I'm, I'm not even gonna be nice, like, he's just kind of a poor magic player. Like, blatantly. Like, he doesn't uh, learn from his mistakes. He consistently makes the same ones. And he basically gets wins because he plays decks that people don't understand how to interact with. And even if you know how to interact with them, sometimes they just spiral out of control. Yeah. As I mean, you, that's what this deck could do. Yes. 
Like, his deck, this deck is legitimately a terrifying deck. Because uh-huh. it literally makes go no goddamn sense. <laughs> like, he's playing Metallurgic Summonings, and he's also playing Young Pyromancer in the same deck. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's confusing, it's weird, it's hard to deal with. But I don't think the matchup is terrible. I don't think so either. Mainly because you get to board up to four counter squalls. <laughs> yep, I get to and counter squalls MVP by the way. Yes. Um, but it's like yeah, I get to board up to four counter squalls. Uh, my my engineered explosives are great. <laughs> yes, EE on um, zero feels really good. Well, and the funny thing is, is that um, I actually. Uh, Game one, I think he he had two summons down, and it just it spiraled out of control to where I couldn't couldn't get him. Mm. But um, uh, I was in a position where if I got an E, where I think if I got an EE, I would have been able to, uh, EE for five and destroy his metallurgic summons and actually possibly make it from there. How would you have cast it for five? It's not sunburst, isn't it? Isn't it just X? No, it's sunburst. Oh wow, I suck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, engineered explosives is sunburst. Oh, good thing I've only cast it for two then. Yeah, you're thinking okay. of um. Ratchet bomb. Uh, you're no, thinking, not ratchet bomb. You're, th- um, you're thinking of chalice, I think. No, there's the. Is there? Isn't there one that you cast for like X? It's like XX, and you can destroy something like that. Maybe is the one I'm thinking of. I mean, there might be, but I can't think of it. Yeah, it must be bad. But yeah, engineered explosives is definitely sunburst. I just I thought. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good. Okay. So then, no, I couldn't have done that. I was thinking about it. But yeah, no, I, I cast it for zero one game also, I think. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think I baited him with it one time. How so? Uh, I had... I had, like, EE a, a e in my hand, and I, I can't remember what the other card I had in my hand was. It was, like, Lily or something like that that I wanted to resolve, basically. Yeah, and I, I know he he had commandeer. I remember watching you do that actually. And the thing is, is that he had like one token on the field or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like ee for zero, and he's like pitch. It. He basically pitched his whole hand to commandeer it. Yeah. And I'm like I'm like okay, and then I'm like Lily, kill your thing. But I think it was Lily get back get back Snapcaster. That might may have been it, but it was some it was something like that. Yeah, it was... It was good, though, because it was just... I was able to sneak that on him because I knew he had the Commandeers from earlier, but... Yeah, it's super awkward against his deck because, like... Or, it's super awkward for his deck because you get to board up to four um, Counter Squalls and you already yep. are running four main deck Fatal Push. Yep, which and they're fatal, good. <laughs> fatal, fatal Pushing 9-9s feels kind of good. Yeah, it really does. It's like, I'll use my one mana card to kill your giant dumb thing. Yeah. Yeah, his... um, One question about your matchup against him specifically, actually. um, Yeah. It was was, I think it was the turn that you were trying to go for lethal. Um, Okay. You wound up winning because he wound up going to two, you had counter squall, and he remanded your counter squall and you just recast it. I just recast it, yeah. But if he hadn't done exactly that, um, he had attacked all out with 
his tokens. He had a 7-7, seven, seven, a 2-2, two, two, and a 2-2. Two, two. Or maybe a 2, two it was either 2 two twos or a 2-2 two, two, and a 3-3, three, three. but I know for a fact he had a 7-7. Seven, seven. Okay. Um, you took the hit from the 7-7, seven, seven, dropping yourself yep. down to 6. Yep, that's what I have on my sheet here. The question I had was, why did you choose to trade your Snapcaster with the 2-2 token instead of just chump-blocking the 7-7, seven, seven, preserving an extra 5 points of life, and then only going to 11, which would then allow you to take another hit from the 7-7 seven, seven the next turn if you hadn't been able to draw Counter-Squall? Um, I had a reason. I can't remember what it was. Right. Like, <laughs> I, think, I think my thought is, I think I had Lily out at the time, didn't I? Maybe, yes. Because I, because I believe what my thought was is I could, um, uh, get a snap, get a snapcaster and snapcaster push or something like that. I did, I did have a, I did have a way to handle that thing. I believe. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't recall exactly what it is. This is my poor memory again. Like, yeah, with everything, um, but I believe that is one of these cases where I actually did have a reason, whether it was good or not. I'm not sure. It was just but, some. But I, just, I. But I. Oops. Yeah, oh, um, you go. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say. Um, when, when I looked at that game, I I believed that having creatures alive, or removing one of his creatures would allow me to attack past him or something like that. I think, if he decided to pull back and block or something, mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was. I, th- I think I, I know I wanted to preserve creatures in some way, though. I believe, or like remove something so like so there was at least parody or something like that yeah it was because it well because it was super awkward because like you knew he had remand you knew he had electrolyze he was at five mm-hmm. and you were winning through you were going to win via creeping tarpet beatdowns yep so like my 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 thought process was like you're either forced like just by going as low as you did he basically had lethal just because of like the number of tokens he had and all that kind of BS, mm-hmm. and like you kind of needed like if you had blocked the big one instead, you would have been able to possibly buy another turn. But instead, you wound up topping top decking exactly counter squall, which worked out really well for you, so it wasn't that huge of a deal. But it was just like a weird thing, like yeah, you know, like I said, you know, just something that I I noticed. I was curious about it, so yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I can't snapshot that game state right now. So yeah. it is. It is also a super awkward matchup because literally every spell he casts gives him a creature at that point. Yeah. And like trying to fight on that axis is just so difficult. Mm-hmm. Okay. Enough on that one. Yeah. All right. So round three was Death Shadow. Yep. I got beat. Yep. Who won? <laughs> That's a hard matchup. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really. I, and I'd never really played against a Death Shadow deck. I knew what it did, but I had I had never really played it. Um, game game one, I did the thing that you yell at me about. Um, he he thought seized me, so he knew he knew everything I had in my hand. And then I drew, and then I played the land I drew instead of one of the ones that he knew about. Yep. <laughs> and it, it would have been it would have been functionally identical. Yep. <laughs> um, and I think that was a huge mistake actually in that game. Just by giving him that free information. 
I think by giving him that information, it actually hurt me. I mean, because also he's one of the players there that would Are... would use that information well yes. um, and and understand stuff like, yeah, this is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he was one of the two players there who were actually writing down cards that they saw from their opponent. Yeah, so like he definitely knows how to use that information. Also, yeah, he does. He is very much in the top players at the store. So yeah, and I re- I wrote down some cards and then immediately forgot about them. Mm-hmm. So like, <laughs> yeah. Um. But I I mean I don't know I don't know what else to say about this matchup besides it was really tough. He um, beat me and yeah. It's basically always going to be a tough matchup because you don't have that random out of just bolt snap bolting him to death. Yeah. Um, you can't punish their life loss as much. You do have Creeping Tar Pit, which can be really good. And that's actually my other note is that I completely forgot about Creeping Tar Pit in multiple matches. That's I was going to ask you specifically <laughs> about Creeping Tar Pit against him because... I completely he, forgot about Creeping Tarpit. Yeah, he, he cast and resolved Liliana the Veil. Yep. And there was t- multiple turns where you did not use any mana and you did not attack Lily with your Creeping Tarpit. Yep, I and know. And I didn't know why. It's because I literally forgot about it and wrote it on my sheet that I... That was one of my notes, is that I completely forgot about it. Yeah, uh, it was also one of those things where, like, another random thing about that Lily... That Lily just broke your spine basically like as soon as yeah. that thing resolved um you randomly kept a land in hands like you top deck lands past the turn and then he just ticked up your lily and made you discard the land anyways i have no idea i probably had a stroke okay yeah i i figured you were trying to be like well i'm just gonna represent something and you completely forgot that the lily was beating you to death yeah i don't remember because i didn't have a creature in play or anything did i no you had nothing Okay, yeah, then I just had a stroke or something. Well, I think I, I I probably had mentally given up at that point or something. Sorry, you had a creeping tar pit and three lanes in play. Yeah. So <laughs> that was the know. only yeah. thing you had. And I think, I, I think everything, I just completely forgot about the tar pit, basically, is yeah. the problem with that. And I don't think I would have won that game regardless of it, but I think I would have been in a far better position. And I'm not sure if you would have won, but you would have been, you would have been pressuring the lily, which means that... I think you legitimately could have killed it, which would allow you to uh-huh. actually resolve your... Like, your Tasker would not have died. Yeah. Which would have bought you multiple turns until he wound up top-decking the Death Shadow that he did. Mm-hmm. So but, like, I mean, I had I had him at 8, so... Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Uh, he was low. That was and one like, of the more frustrating matches for me, just because I know that it's like... I mean... I screw up a lot. Like, like, let, let's just get that out of the way. I'm not. I'm. I'm not one of the better Magic players there by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, this is was just such a giant error. Like, I just made some just huge errors on my part where I'm just like, God, I'm so mad at myself. Like some of the other ones, I can be like, well, I did have a reason whether it was good or not. At least I knew I had a reason. These were just like errors that had no reason. Yeah, just straight up, you made a mistake. Yeah, but at I least mean, you're aware I'm of okay that. Being, I'm okay being wrong. Like if I'm like, this is why I did it, even though that's wrong. Like at least I know I had a reason, and there was some thought to it. But like this was just like, I just did stuff wrong, and there was no reason, and I have no idea for it. It was just lapses in judgment. So, all right. Fair. I mean, at least you know that though. 
Like, yeah, I suppose. You're not trying to come up with excuses. You're literally just flat out saying, I screwed up. I know I screwed up. <laughs> so. I mean, that's the truth. Like, like this, this match, I screwed up way more than I should have. I, could I have won still? Maybe I, I would have had at least a better chance, but, like, oh. man, like, I don't know. I, that frustrated that that frustrated me quite a bit just because I knew I made some grave mistakes that were dumb. But, I mean, like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, it happens, so. It'll, I mean, it's nice getting some of that stuff just to, I mean, you know, if, if you screw up, at least it's a chance to learn, so. Yeah. I mean, and that's why um, in the last round I paid much more attention to my creeping tar pit. Good idea. Yeah. There's there's a reason why we play that card instead of drowned catacombs. Yes, that card <laughs> is very good, by the way. Um, yeah. Even though it's really awkward to play just a tap land, but. I mean, yeah, it's awkward to play a tap land. It's awkward to tap four mana to effectively bolt your opponent. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if if blue white can tap five mana to nug their opponent for four, we can tap four to nug them for five. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. So, yeah. And so, yeah. Last last round I played against... What was this deck? I don't know. Uh, Four-color gifts. <laughs> okay, it was it was deck. I don't yeah. know. When you show me the <laughs> list of it that you're borrowing out. I'm like, uh, this is like a bunch of like one and two of it looks like you're selling somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to... This is probably like the most entertaining match of the night to watch. It was, it was a good time, and... My opponent was awesome too, so that was yeah, that was cool. It was it was fun. But. Yeah, super complicated deck. Yes, a lot of weird lines from his point, and a lot of weird stuff from your point. Like, I mean, like as you said, like I did show you the list of stuff I'm borrowing him, so you kind of knew a large. I didn't rem- I didn't remember any of it. That's I'm exactly like... what I figured. Like you <laughs> knew quotations, a lot of the stuff in his deck, but there's no way in hell you remembered it all. I knew like, I'd see a gift. Like, I knew yeah. that. Like, that's it. Like, I can't even remember every card I borrowed him. And, you know, I had mm-hmm. to study that list while I was finding the cards. So. Yeah. That, uh, deck was sweet, though. It was It was pretty sweet, actually. It was pretty spicy. It was four-color worm harvest is what the deck was. Yeah. <laughs> sure. But... <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, I got smoked game one because I got Elish Nerned. <laughs> it's only an Elish Nerned. It's only about a 5-7. Yeah, I, and I didn't draw any kills cards, so. Yeah. But it kind of sucked because all my creatures basically just died instantly if I played them. Which I, I heard. 1-2, one, 1-2, two, one, two, Kalidus. Oh, no, he, bu- he bought it. He must have bought it back somehow because I did actually um uh, play... Um. Uh, I think I like snapcaster, or I like threw a snapcaster right into the Elish Norn to like get something back to like kill it or something like that. Or I don't remember. Otherwise, I was just thrashing around like mm. a magic carp or something. But <laughs> Fletcher cast struggle. It's not yes. very effective. <laughs> it was not very effective. <laughs> um. So yeah, game one, I got, I got beat pretty good. Um. Game two, um, I got to, uh, 
Yeah, I, I I got him okay. I'm not sure if it was the if it was a good play or not, but um, because I felt like I was being a little greedy, but I f- think it was right just because I think the card has so much value. Um, he cast uh, Lingering Souls. I counter squalled it, and then immediately uh, Surgical Extractioned it, mm-hmm. and stripped two more out of his hand. <laughs> so. It was basically like counter squall and then him to Tarak, but I so like so like that was really good. I'm not sure if getting souls was the correct answer though, but the thing is, is that 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 card generates a ton of value, and the only card I have in my deck that really, or the only cards I have in my deck that really deal with it main deck are, um, well, main deck or side would be uh, damnation, languish, and then my engineered explosives and Liliana. And Liliana, yeah. But, like, otherwise, everything just one for once, which is just... Terrible. Terrible. Like, it's just it's just horrendous. Yeah, I actually don't disagree with Surgical Extractioning it. Like, yep. because the uh, if someone's playing Lingering Souls, they're never just playing one, right? Yeah. They're always running more. And Lingering Souls is just very good against control decks in general, especially yeah. yours. Because, you know, okay. you only have so many board wipes. I actually do... A, I completely agree with surgicaling it because, like, yeah. you're technically still trading surgical for a card. Yeah. Like, even if you don't hit anything in their hand, and like the fact that you did hit hit the two in his hand is just backbreaking. Effectively, that was just br- that was just brutal. Yeah, like that was the good thing. Um, you you strongly disagree with my second surgical extraction. Yes. And that uh. was because, and honestly, I'll I'll be honest, it was because I didn't even think of how I should actually be doing things. And I think yeah. part of it is I just need to be needed to be told. Yeah. Um, for just to clarify for other people, oh, yeah. um, okay. what Fletcher wound up doing is he top deck surgical off the top, and he immediately cast it targeting the unburial rights in his opponent's graveyard. Um, there is really no actual reasoning for doing this because worst case scenario, his opponent has priority to cast unburial rights first, and then he just exiles the creature it's targeting. Best mm-hmm. case scenario, he actually like you know he gets to cast surgical in a response to his opponent casting something else. Um, he w- Fletcher was basically immediately quotations punished by his opponent top decking a eternal witness. Yeah, get, getting back I don't remember what out of the graveyard and immediately casting that card. Yeah, so was it, he it wasn't Thrag Tusk, was it? I think uh... it was. Yeah, it was it was Thrag Tusk. Like, yeah, I think it was Thrag Tusk. Yeah, so and like, that was the, I was worried about that getting uh, unburial race back, or, or like him getting an Elish Nord in there again and just smacking me in the head. Um, yeah, and I think I think it was a lot of I was I was overreacting to what happened game one. Yeah, that yeah, like there there's really no reason to cast it early. Like I mean, there is the unfortunate side effect of like well maybe he happens to top deck and negate or something because you don't know what he's running counter spell wise mm-hmm. but even then it's probably still better to save it even if you're playing around it because you don't know what he's going to get back yeah yeah and and what when i had it explained to me I'm like yeah that's totally right but i just it's something i didn't understand at the time and now i've got more information and hopefully i'll not do something dumb like that again yeah um, um, I actually did. I actually did three surgicals that game, and my third one was gifts. <laughs> for the value. I, I don't know. I don't remember why, but 
it's a very powerful effect. Was game two was game two the the game I won casting Shadow of Doubt? Uh, that's the one where he finally conceded. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I, I, I think at that point it was just like, okay, we're done here. <laughs> but yeah, yeah that maybe was, I mean, he may have been able to claw his way out, but I, yeah, I don't know. I think it was. It was still better, and like it was better for him to concede because he had a chance of winning game two or game three. A and good waste, chance, yeah. Wasting time was just not in either of your two's benefits, so. Mm-hmm. Like, he could keep struggling, but it was pretty clear at that point you were going to win that game. Yeah, I think it was pretty... I, I had a high percentage to win it. But... Yeah. I mean, you, you, had right. a, you had a Kalidus with, like, three zombie tokens in play, so... Yeah, it was it was kind of happening, but... Yeah. Okay. So, I'm, uh... Yeah, game three. Uh... This is this one went to time actually for us, but um, so the one of the mistakes that I saw right away, and I kicked myself as soon as I did it, was um, I had uh, two thought scours in hand. I had Jace on the field, and I just got hit by a Nile spell bomb, so I had mm-hmm. nothing in my grave. I had like nothing or one card in my graveyard, and for some reason I was like, I'm gonna loot with Jace first. <laughs> and I just wasn't thinking, so I looted with Jace, and then I'm like, oh, I could have just cast both these, looted, and flipped them. Yep. Well, you only had to cast one to loot and flip. Because you cast one, you would go to four, you loot, oh, yeah. you loot, put the fifth, he flips. Yeah, and, and just... if I just would have done it in just a different order, I would have been totally fine, yeah. but I'm just like... Oh, you God. immediately got punished because he top decks like a fatal push or something. And just killed it, yeah, and I was just like... <laughs> I, I was... That... That frustrated me because I'm like, that was so, so obvious. Yeah. Uh, as but. soon as yeah, as soon as you loot with Jace, like I didn't see what was in your hand, but you loot and then I see you draw and I see your whole hand and I see the thought scour. So I'm just like, hmm, hmm. <laughs> I didn't say anything about it, but you, I don't know if you knew I caught it or not. But I, I, I think I, I said something in game. Actually, I think I said something. I'm like, I, I think I actually like. I was an idiot and said something. I don't think you said a word. I think you made a sound. I think I did make a sound, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, yep, Fletcher's totally aware that he just, you know, sacrificed made a giant, Made a giant mistake, because that Jace would have been awesome. Yes. Like, it would have been awesome, that game. Especially with the, the, the fact that you milled all three of your surgical extractions. Oh, God, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just start, like, picking apart his graveyard of everything. Oh, man. Yeah, so, like, that was my super frustrating bad play there. And, um, I mean, yeah, that game ended up going to, going to time. We ended up going to turns, but uh, he just conceded to me. Yeah. Ties don't do anything and stuff and yeah you you were actually super close to having the win on turn five anyways i i'm not sure we kind of played it a little bit just to see if it did after he conceded but i don't know as you said we yeah yeah the thing is you would have had it but he happens to have drawn like his one or two of ghost quarter yeah so that actually would have stopped you from being able to kill him with creeping tar pit but yeah it was still super close which is kind of entertaining it it was a very very close game yeah um but no, that was those matches were super awesome because the deck's so crazy and it's like, what lines do you play here and stuff? I don't know. I feel like I feel like this match in particular, like I I learned a lot. Um, 
and not even necessarily a lot like about playing against that deck, but just a lot about how to play my deck in general, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like, you know, using those surgicals properly, like my just like my thought scour thing and I think that I get very tunnel visioned sometimes, as I said, and I just miss the things that are just super obvious, just super, super obvious. Uh, but yeah, one nice thing about playing against him also is like, he's not like super hardcore competitive. Like he plays to win, yeah. but he's oh, not yeah. going to like ball bust you for screwing up. And he's willing to help his opponents to try and like make them better and stuff, which definitely yeah. helped in your guys' regard. Uh-huh. But, yeah, no, that was that was a super good, super good match. But um, and, and the other thing I so I'd never got to play against this type of deck before. Um, I never realized how good Gifts was. Gifts is an extremely powerful magic card if you know how to play it. Yeah, and um, uh, it was one. Of, it was one of those things where it's like I, I think I needed to see it to believe. Which and it was kind of nice I got to see it. Um, because mm-hmm. it was one of those things that I like intuitively understood but didn't understand you know yeah you're like oh yeah this card is you know card advantage i understand card advantage yeah, good yeah and then then when they do it, it's like oh that's okay yep because like and you know the beauty of that deck is you just gifts and set up those no win scenarios mm-hmm. and so like whenever he would do that if i couldn't just like flat out counter the gifts i had to be like okay i need to figure out how i can deal with like what's what is the highest likelihood of me being able to deal with this specific no-win scenario? Mm-hmm. And there were a couple times where I was able to kind of like, I was like, okay, this is what I want to do because I can do this, this, and this, because I expect him to do this, 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 and this. But, uh, and he said one time he was super frustrated because he, he did, he, he set one up and then did, and did something incorrectly. Um, and it was not good, but. So. Yeah, he, he... It's er, not he like gifts is just one of like gifts is basically the only Punisher mechanic card ever printed that isn't garbage. <laughs> like, <laughs> like because you're giving your opponent a choice. There's never a good choice. Yeah, like, like that's when you just set up and it's like there's never a good choice. No, there. There's just less bad choices. Yeah. Which uh. obviously like there's a lot of skill involved in the card too. Yeah, I mean, like, you gotta pick the right stuff and all that. And I, I, like, I feel like I did okay picking where things went for the most part, like, you know, which two to go to the hand, which two to go to the graveyard and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, but, I mean, obviously it's set up so that there's no wins, but, and it it depends very much on what I can deal with at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Question specifically in regards to matchups like this, actually. Um, We had been discussing prior which would be better, <laughs> surgical or leyline? Yeah. So in this particular match, did you ever wish that your surgicals were leylines? Yeah. <laughs> I think I, th- I I think I'm uh always <laughs> like every, basically like every time it's in your opening hand, you're like, why is this not a leyline? Yeah, like every it, time you top deck it. That would have just that would have just shut down so much. Um, I mean, the surgicals were good, and I think they gave, would have given me play against other decks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never, I I didn't really hit decks where I was like, oh man, I need to use surgical extraction. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, but or I never got the opportunity. So, um, 
Yeah, for this specific matchup, I probably would have rather had Leyline. All right. Um, but, but on a whole, you'd probably still rather keep Surgicals? Uh, I'm not sure. I think I would have to mull that one over a little bit more just to really decide um, what what I expect to see and what I um, what I would need. Like, Surgical's really good because it's so pinpoint, but, yeah. I mean, Leyline just eating everything up is just beautiful yeah it's honestly is a trade-off between like you know how good is each of them in a top deck scenario yeah yeah surgical is much better to like top to draw on turn one ley line is just absolutely backbreaking in your opening hand so yeah so it's one i think i'll have to think about and stuff like that but yeah that was actually my my last question in regards to your your games. So. Yeah, I don't know. I I have so I have to say I really like this deck. Mm-hmm. Um, Much more really, than Blood Moon. Uh yes, actually I think so. Um, so, uh, Blue Moon was a control or not? It was a tempo deck basically to some degree. It wasn't a true control deck, and this is a control deck. And. I like being able to sit back and not ha- like I don't have to worry about putting pressure on as much as I did with something like Blue Moon. Mm-hmm. And I, I like this. I like all the different answers. As I said, I I like that no matter what happened in a game, I never felt like I was completely out of it. Like I always felt like I'm like I could top deck a card, one card, and get back in this game. It may not be easy, but I could, I could, it would give me a, a dang good chance. Yeah, like you have that out, which mm-hmm. is the main thing. And that was awesome, and I really, really liked that. But yeah, so I don't know. It was, it was really cool playing this. Like I'll probably play it more. I'm gonna do some tweaks, um, but we'll, we'll have to talk about that and figure out what exactly we want to do to adjust things. But yeah. I mean, this is obviously only one, one event, and. Yeah, you know, very some small of the problem, sample size. Some of the some of the problems are my play mostly. I think are my play, but um, I mean overall, though I I'm quite happy with how well I did. Um, I don't know, like I feel like even like you know, I as I said, I made a lot of mistakes. Um, I, I feel like I made a lot of good choices too, um, and I feel like I did navigate some complex games fairly well. Um, so, uh, for as often as I get to play, um, and against, um, you know, the caliber of some of the people I was playing against, like, I, I, I don't know. I feel like I was, I did, I did okay. Yeah. You have one of those, like, you had one of those weird things where you basically hit like the highest highs and the lowest lows for like the quality (laughs) of modern players you can encounter. Yeah. I really kind of did like, (laughs) Yeah. But I don't know. It was, and it, and it was like the the there there were people I knew I was better than. Mm-hmm. But there there also there were, was there were people a, I knew that were better than me. Like yeah. <laughs> like there's at least one that you're just like this guy is just straight up better than me. I think I think a couple of them at least. Yeah, were probably better than me. Um. And yeah, some of it was luck and, and everything like that, but you know, it was 
know, it was really cool. I yeah, I'm I'm pumped to try this deck again. I'm I I want to stay on this one for a while now here. Like sweet. It kind of it kind of does what I want it to do and everything. So, um, and I, I you know it's nice that I do actually own a good percentage of the cards of the deck for once. Um, but <laughs> it's a good feeling, isn't it? It, it is. Um, I, I just need to pick up some of the some of the weird ones, but yeah, we'll have to talk about some of the changes and everything. But there's only some minor tweaks I would, you know, I would like to do. As I said, like the spell snare, I think is one card to look at. Maybe we're thinking about Jace. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he's a cut or not, but it's just to stop and look at him, but. Um, I mean, it's yeah. it's easy to assume you should cut him when you play him terribly. So, I, that is true. Um, <laughs> like, but I mean, like I played him a few other times and, and stuff, and like that was the one, the only game where I was like, this card will would just like, I would just tear off like with it, and it would mm-hmm. do everything I ever wanted. Um, like there, but and there were a, a number of games where I was where I drew Jason. I'm like, crap, and I just didn't want him. <laughs> yeah, the, the turns that you draw him and he's basically a way too slow snapcaster. Yeah, are the ones that are gonna feel really bad. Mm-hmm. But you know, like if you're ever on like board parity and you can flip him, he's pretty nice. Yeah, I mean, and that's what, and that's why it's like I don't like I'm not like oh we should cut Jace. I'm like I'm like I think we need to like look at him and talk about him and figure and, and just think about it like. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I, and just I think I just need to bounce some stuff off you to really kind of get a get a feel for um, kind of where you should be. But yeah, I don't know. Good times. Yeah, I had fun. also also that Geth's, Geth's verdict. <laughs> <laughs> that was entertainingly terrible. <laughs> like, but I don't. I believe I believe him because someone else backed him up that he his phone did say that guest verdict was banned in modern. I, I'm willing to believe him too because he's not somebody No, he's who would not just make he's that not up. that kind of guy, but holy hell, that just caused a kerfuffle. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, uh, because as soon as the discussion came up, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like you're literally sideboarding for your Boggles matchup, and someone says Guess Verdict is banned in Modern. And I'm and like, I'm, I know, I and I know it's not true. Yeah, I'm like, no. like, it is the only, well, the only two mana Modern Legal Edict. Yep, that's good-ish. Good-ish. That's, it's but. it's this whole it's I mean it's 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 uh, there are other options available but it, it's in my yeah. opinion the better one so uh, mine my as, opinion too as but. long as you can handle the double black mm-hmm. yeah but I don't know that just was interesting people talking about the card I sideboarded in being banned yeah I'm glad it all got hashed out by the time I cast it <laughs> yeah I'm pretty sure that uh, it wound up not actually mattering for the game. Oh no! But I just got a kick out of the whole. Well, I, I mean, the game where they, the, the game where it actually are called out, like not your match. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, I'm fortunately I don't think it wanted mattering, but still, that's just like, uh, guys. Yeah, nice. I know. <laughs> but like, I literally said, this is why you'd never ask a judge question, not to me. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> outside of the outside of the actual, you know, people who are judging. Yeah. It's like always double check with someone. Yeah. Take a random observer's word for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I know that card is. I'm like, I know for a fact. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. But okay, all right. Do you have um, uh, anything else before we wrap up here? No, that's that's good. I've asked you enough questions today. All right. Hopefully there is some insight in this whole thing. Um, you can shoot us feedback uh, at thelocalmeta at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at thelocalmetapc. So, all right. I guess we will catch you next time. See ya.